if he sees a ghost. Like, <laughs> maybe that's what's... Well, he's not, like, staring into a corner at nothing. He's, like, looking out the window. So, it's probably just someone lurking outside. It's fine. Oh, good. It's not a big deal. <laughs> um... That was nice and terrifying. This is an associate. We are Nazis. We are associates. That's what we Hello and welcome to episode 20 of And Associates. I am one of your hosts, Preston Eberlin. And I'm your favorite host, Carson. Pew, pew, pew. Oh, beautiful. And I just popped open some, aha! (laughs) (laughs) Sprinkling water. No, sparkling water, not sprinkling. (laughs) Sprinkling. (laughs) Um, Because I am house-sitting the house with Charlie, which if you listen to, I don't know, I think it was like episode nine or ten or something when we talked about harry potter i was house sitting and dog sitting in that episode so anyway i'm doing that again and instead of Lacroix this time they have aha (laughs) (laughs) Aha. (laughs) so how about that um anyway (laughs) with that let's talk about our corrections carson what corrections do you have I have a clarification, not a correction. Oh, perfect. Um, And I just wanted to clarify that I am not a lawyer, and so anything that I say is not legal advice. (laughs) Again, anything I say is not legal advice. (laughs) Just have to to throw that out there in case the folks at the Ohio State Bar are listening to this. And they're like, this random person is giving legal advice. Shut her down. (laughs) Shut her down. (laughs) I love it. Um, Well, I have um, some corrections here. We actually had someone tweet at us. So at real blake tan tweeted at associates underscore pod which is our podcast handle go follow it um about (laughs) me (laughs) talking about why police don't um shoot at legs and apparently (laughs) there are many (laughs) reasons why um there were two sources that uh he cited and one of them um, was about it, like, not being inherently safer, which makes sense because, like, you know, when your blood's flowing, if you're shot in the leg, and I know your biggest, biggest, largest, largest, biggest artery is in your <laughs> uh, in your leg, so that could turn out bad. And then um, that the fact that, like, you know, police aren't actually told to shoot in legs because if someone's shooting at you, that won't get them to stop shooting at you necessarily – um so uh just some good resources to check out but i um still would rather be shot in the legs than in the head so (laughs) that um that stands that stands i refuse the the opinion remains that that opinion remains uh if anyone is going to shoot me because of whatever reason please shoot me in the leg not in the head thank you um (laughs) Now Noted. I, <laughs> so, perfect. Uh, Carson, would you like to play us into the weekly wrangle, please? Meow. <laughs> How appropriate. Because, Carson, this time, I don't know. Wh- why don't you talk about what we're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk about our pets. Yay. We're going to talk about pets that we've had. Pets that we've buried, pets that we currently are nurturing and being excellent parents to, pets that we watch for other people. I was like, my pets, I'm not even watching. Charlie! Charlie, you're you're gonna make Charlie, we're gonna interview you. (laughs) Now he's gonna just randomly start barking. Be prepared. Um, But yeah, so I don't know, Carson, what did you wanna talk about first with pets? Oh, let's go to childhood. Ooh. Like, what did you have any pets when you were a kid? Yeah, um, I had cats. I um, <laughs> naturally, <laughs> I had cats. Preston's like, I had cats. I have cats. I'll always have cats. I am. It'll only be cats. I am. They're the cat. very best pet. <laughs> the very, the very best pet are cats. They're awesome. They're tremendous. Um, no, so we had a couple of cats. Um, and just, uh, so growing up, we had 
two cats when I was born and then like we got so there were then three other ones as I was raising so like there were five cats as I was growing up that I um had as pets and they were always family pets they were never like my pet or anything um but so one was Reggie which one thing (laughs) (laughs) there was Reggie and then there was China Man and one thing I remember oh my god (laughs) what No, he was just—I don't know. I—he was—he was—he was one that we had um, when I was like real little. So I don't—I—I. I, but the—the—the the, the reason I remember Chinaman is because I remember getting in trouble once for cutting his fur. Oh my god! <laughs> With like what scissors. Did you do? I think it was three or four, maybe two. I don't know. But then I also remember um, that my mom took a Polaroid, you know, like, and then it like came out and went. Um, those are the sound effects for a Polaroid um, picture of it. And the Polaroid picture of him with his cut hair and me, um, I ended up cutting the corners off. I was really into cutting as a child, like scissor cutting like things. Um, I think I think I cut my dog's hair when I was little. I feel I like, remember that. Like now that you say that, yeah, I'm like, oh yeah. It's like a it's like a rite of passage. As long as like kids, which that being said, no one should cut animals' hair other than trained professionals, and you should not harm animals in any way. That being said, I'm about to say a thing. As if we have children <laughs> listening to our podcast. Right. Well, you know. Um, that being said, as a four or five-year-old, when we got my other cat, Ovi, um, which was like my life. He was the cat that like I grew up with. Like he he was, died when he was 15 or 16. So, and we got him when I was four or five. So like... He was there, like, basically for my whole childhood. So he was the one that I had a special connection with. But um, in his first year with us, um, four, five-year-old me at one point wanted to see if cats could fly. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Interesting fact, cats cannot fly. Um, And poor Ovi had a broken little paw. Um, Yeah. Uh, and so I feel awful about that. And um, I, I look, I don't know what made me do it, but I remember also as a child, I always slept on the top bunk and I fell multiple times. So I probably had some stupid thoughts going on in my head. Um, and I, I was... <laughs> I was you were trying to work out your childhood trauma through play and it just was not very good because yeah. you were using live actors. <laughs> right. I was like, oh. um so anyway, that was Ovi. Some special things about him. He used to hump our legs at night even though he was fixed. Um he was As com- a cat? Yeah, he was he was strange. Um, he would really get in there too. I'd <laughs> be like, bro, calm down. And um but like he was he was a good guy. Um, and then we had... <laughs> Can you imagine saying that about a human? A human. <laughs> he would... You're like, he used to hump me like without asking, but but he was a good guy. He was a good guy. He was, uh, he was, uh, he was good. Um, but then we had Elsie and Curly, um, which um, Elsie was our like obese What cat. are these names? <laughs> so they all stand for different things. So Ovi was named after Ohio Village because that's where he was found and he was brought to us. So all of our cats... I feel like that's a place. Yeah, the Ohio Village. Ohio it's Village. it's at the Ohio Hysteri- Historical Society. They have the Ohio Village. Where, oh, yeah. okay. And so that's one thing I should know is all of our animals that we got were like rescued from family mm-hmm. friends and stuff. They weren't like, we didn't go out and like buy cats. Um, they all just like came to us. Um, and that you'll, that'll be a theme in our later talks. But um, yeah, so, and then LC was named after uh, Lee and Chuck, who are the people we got them from. And mm-hmm. Curly, so. <laughs> oh, like L And C, yeah. <laughs> not, not like Elsie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because that's funny. Oh my god. Well, yeah, and like his name used to be Larry because they had a dog that they named Mo, so it was Larry, Mo, and Curly. 
So anyway, oh, we, no. we left Curly as Curly, and then we changed Larry's name to Elsie. Um, but yeah, those are our cats. Our uh, other interesting thing about Curly was uh, later on in his life, so all these cats are now deceased. Um, I miss them all dearly, but uh, Curly, the interesting thing about him, the last four years of his life, he was diabetic. So every morning and every evening, we had to check his blood blood sugar <laughs> and what? potentially give him insulin. Um, so, so if you ever need to um, give a cat insulin, I know how to do that. I also know how. So like if you came into our house at one point, we had boxes of needles. <laughs> but like <laughs> it was for our cat. <laughs> this is. This is all so strange, and it's so much... Like, I'm still stuck on the humping thing, to be honest. Uh, Ovi, Ovi was uh, my best little buddy, because when I would come back from college at that point, he was like 12, 13, so he was older. And he was getting like a little senile at that point, but he would still come and like lay with me when I would take naps when I was... Because I still took naps, you know, when I was at home from college because I was just... <laughs> naps are... Okay, you still take naps. I still take naps. Naps are just a big part of my life. They always happen. But anyway, so those are my... Sorry, I just talked <laughs> so long about my old pets. But yeah, those are... Those were my... Um, the five cats that I had, like, throughout my childhood. Um... And yeah, so what about you, Carson? What did you have? Just like one cat or something? Or oh my, okay, true to like the Tucker family, we had this entire farm of animals, and these weren't like all at the same time, but like over the years, we've had guinea pigs, gerbils, or hamsters or something. I don't really know because I didn't mess with those too much i don't like them and then we had parakeets i think we had multiple parakeets but again like they always kind of scared me i'm mm -hmm. terrified of birds what? um so i'm not sure how many parakeets we had <laughs> <laughs> we had rabbits but we kept them outside and i think like we got them from someone else like through 4-h or something and they were very mean and they used to like bite us. Yeah, we hated them. So now I'm terrified of rabbits. Um, we had multiple dogs. In my notes, I wrote that we had two dogs, but I'm pretty sure we had like three or four. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm like, I don't remember. So many animals. Um, we had, we definitely had at least like three cats through my lifetime. We had a couple of horses, we had hermit crabs. <laughs> Where did any of these animals like speak to you? Like any fun stories about any of them? Like you had to have at least one about a horse. Um. Okay. Well, I mean, our horse stories are kind of different because, like, uh, like my sister went to go ride the horses, and I don't know if she's still afraid of them or not, but she fell off and broke her arm, oh, her no. like upper arm. Um, what's that called? Your humerus, I think. Right yeah. here. Sure, like where your bicep is. That's the yeah, muscle. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't know the. <laughs> I'm like, she broke her bicep. <laughs> <laughs> her bicep was like, meh. <laughs> she, she broke her arm. She fell off the horse, but <laughs> my mom was like, oh, you're fine. And she like went to school and her teacher sent home a note and was like, Dear Mrs. Tucker, please take your daughter to the hospital. I think her arm is broken. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and it was like that's not okay. <laughs> oh gosh. Um. So that's like our fun horse story. I feel like for me, the horses were always um a way to um. I think it was where I first found like my meditative state in nature. Because typically we'd go to church on Sunday mornings, mm -hmm. but we would kind of split. And like my dad would take us to church and my mom would go ride horses. And sometimes I would go ride horses with her. And that was just sort of like those peaceful like Sunday morning trail rides. Yeah. Um, just out in the woods in the middle of nowhere where I really could enjoy nature so that's not so much a funny story. <laughs> <laughs> it's still, you know, it's still a good story. <laughs> Do you want to hear about... <laughs> okay, 
So with our parakeets, one t- Oh, hello, Charlie. He's saying hi. <laughs> Go ahead. Keep talking. I'm listening. Okay. With our parakeets, one time they accidentally got out and we had a very mischievous cat at one point in time named Bojangles. And the parakeet that got out, like Bojangles decided to chase it. And so there was this whole, it was like Christmas time and it was like 11 or 11.30 at night. So everyone was like upstairs about to fall asleep. And Bojangles ensues in this like wild chase, knocking like everything down off the counters. He knocks over the Christmas tree. There's a huge crash. Everybody comes running downstairs to see like this mass destruction and... Ultimately, the bird had a heart attack and died. Oh, oh no! <laughs> that was just like the chaos of our house. Oh, poor little guy. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so, like, I'm terrified. That's why I'm like, I don't mix animals. I don't like animals for the most part. I like just very calm things. And yeah, <laughs> that's yes. Wow. <laughs> Um, <laughs> wow. Well, you mentioning that reminded me that Ovi used to climb because our family always gets a live Christmas tree, like a real one where we go like cut it down. And oh, uh, yeah, ours too. Yeah. And oh, nice. Um, and Ovi, uh, used when he was a wee child, uh, <laughs> when he was a wee child, when he was a little kitten, um, <laughs> for at least like the first three or four years, um, he would try to climb it or he would climb it basically. Um, and we got a spray bottle to spray him, but he was one of those cats where you would spray him and he would just look at you and he would just get (laughs) as wet as you wanted to get him. And he would not, it didn't affect him at all, (laughs) which is, it's, it's, I I think, I mean, it had to do with the fact that like we, never sprayed him before that so i think he was just like whatever whereas like if you're gonna spray a cat which is the way to train them basically to not do things um you have to start it like when they're kittens or at least like when they're very young so that they learn that behavior and learn that like Mm -hmm. the spray bottle means oh stop doing what i'm doing yeah, I don't. I wouldn't know what to do if an animal didn't respond to a spray bottle. That's like my one. Because I don't. I will, I don't raise my voice, and even if I did, like you know, it's not scary. <laughs> and honestly, whenever like I raise my voice, at least to my cats. I mean, maybe dogs are different, but when I raise my voice to my cats, they're just like, "What was was that? What are you what are you doing?" Because they're cats. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's very much cats. Dogs are different, though, I think. They very much respond to, like, tone and everything. Yeah. But cats are very indifferent. They're just like, okay. Right. <laughs> look, at, look at you making a scene. Yeah. Drama. <laughs> They're like, uh, okay. Like, I was... <laughs> uh, I love whenever I call for my cats and they just stare at me. Or they don't even look. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Well, right, and they know. They know. <laughs> the infuriating part is they know. Exactly. Um, okay, so do we want to get into, or I guess you're leading the ship. You can lead me wherever you want, but where do you where do you want to go uh, next with pets? Let's go into um, how having pets has shaped us, I guess, and just in the sense of like, I think having pets is good especially for younger kids Mm -hmm. because it instills that sense of like responsibility. Oh yeah. Um, and just companionship and different things like that. But I, I think it goes into adult ownership and everything. And you see it in, this is sort of like a crossing of topics, but I think they're related. You see it in service animals and those relationships and like emotional support animals Mm -hmm. and how it can be, uh, a mutually beneficial thing right um so yeah i don't know what do you think no i think you're 100 percent right i think animals are definitely a good thing for children because i mean like the moment or i guess like breaking breaking ovi's leg like was such an eye-opening experience for me even though it was um I was four or five, but like, I still remember that night so vividly, like, um, my mom bringing him to like the emergency 
animal hospital and like I didn't go because I was obviously like the culprit and like him coming home in his little cast and like we still kept his cast like I'm pretty sure my parents still have it uh-huh. somewhere um but like the idea of another like living being being hurt that was when it started to um at, at least like come alive in my mind and then like the passing of our first animals and stuff and then like the more and more it happened and um yeah it was it was I I think that aspect of it of just like another living creature in your house that you actually have to like care for um and like cats are much different than dogs because like cats rather than like having to take them out and stuff it's more just like cleaning their litter box and feeding them on time and that sort of thing and um at least the way we used to feed them and stuff like uh at least when I was a kid was like they were fed in the morning and the evening and then like um that was when they were fed and we would clean their litter box whenever and um but I do think like the later things that happened with our cats like uh Curly needing his insulin stuff um done was more when I was in high school and at that point like for the most part my mom dealt with that but like there were definitely times like when I when they would be gone and I had to check him and every once in a while give him insulin and so like learning to do that um is what is and was a weird concept for for me I was like I'm not a vet I can't give up (laughs) animal four cc's of insulin or whatever the fuck it was but like that's what I had to do so um just like learning that responsibility and like definitely I I I know that like there were times when I was emotional and like um sad and like just having those animals with me uh uh, especially like Ovi he would just like lay with me and he was he was a really good um companion for like knowing when you were upset and like coming to you when you're upset and I know we'll get into this later with um, our current animals, but like what, uh, well, actually both of them are really good for different things, both my current animals. Um, But anyway, uh, in terms of how my pets shape me, like I think uh, they really helped me grow in many different ways, whether it was responsibly or or responsibility and like learning that or, um, and um, just learning that like moral compass of like, caring for another human being and knowing that like mm-hmm. there is another or not human being living being and knowing that like you can't just do whatever you want with other things because they're living and like they'll hurt and they'll whimper yeah. and like it's not okay <laughs> yeah no I like that um idea of learning empathy and um I also was wondering if um the cats that you're talking about um, from your childhood specifically, but um, all of them in general, if you have indoor cats or outdoor cats or if you do like a combination. No, so ours were, actually it's interesting that you say that. Our cats were always indoor cats because, you know, we live in the big city. Um, But Ovi, going back to him, He'll, he'll, he plays a big part of my life, so he'll be the one that keeps coming up. But he was a little sneakster, and he was a black cat. So um, that's important because Halloween is coming up, and he really liked to always try to get out. And, like, whenever he would get out, he would be hard to catch. But, like, I remember as a child, there would be multiple times when he would get out, we would chase him all across the street and stuff to get him back inside. And there was one Halloween night... Uh, well, it wasn't Halloween. It was trick or treat where like I remember vividly like my mom being worried because he's a black cat and like people are weird about black cats on Halloween. And um, like he ended up coming <laughs> coming back home, which like he always ended up back home. Um, but he still I mean, he was an indoor cat like he 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 did not have front claws. He did have back claws, but like um yeah, so anyway, that they all of our cats have always been indoor cats. Yeah, I have, I think we're the same on that for the most part, but I have a good friend who has, um, like, five outdoor cats, um, and they're all 
they're all super, super cute, but they're so um, skinny and playful. And it's not that they're skinny because they're, like, not fed or anything. It's just because they're so active and outside and they're, like, always climbing trees and chasing, like, mice and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I just love that, that they're able to have those cats in that environment like out in the they live out in the country oh yeah um so in the city it's it's different and it kind of sucks but it's always nice to see um animals sort of get back to their like instincts Mm -hmm. you know well and like uh, i think in the country and you can correct me if i'm wrong but um there's the the purpose of cats is different right because like some of them Mm -hmm. get them as like vermin control to like catch mice and whatnot um which i i could not imagine like if either of my cats brought an animal i'd be like and like my cats are so i don't know like whenever there's an ant or something in my apartment i'm like can you get that and they'll just like look at it and then they'll go up to it and i'm just like are you gonna do anything or they're like no (laughs) (laughs) and i'm just like oh well cool so then i'll get it and like bring it outside or whatever but i'm like why do i have you if you're not even gonna deal with the like little insects and stuff <laughs> and i'm like oh be- my pa- mine are bug catchers they will do that oh. but and well as we know from previous episodes my dog <laughs> is also an other animal catcher she'll get birds and she's picked up mice sometimes as well um but I can't imagine my cat getting anything. <laughs> she would just be like, she would bring it to be like half alive. Like she wouldn't kill it. She wouldn't eat it. She would just be like, look what I found. Look at, I got us a new friend. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Well, can we, can we go ahead and talk about our pets? Um, our current pets and like how we got them and um, what they mean to us and blah, 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 all that stuff. <laughs> No, I'm not interested in that. Damn it. (laughs) Yes, yes. Please, please, sir. I want to know all about your pets. Well, why don't you go? Why don't you go first? I've been, I've been talking about Ovi and everything. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in love with Ovi. Ovi, he, I, um, the, there are so many like there were so there's not enough pictures of me with him because you know back when we were children we didn't have smartphones that we would like take pictures every two freaking seconds of the day um but there was one that i i posted um when he passed away which just like perfectly exemplified us which i'm showing to you now which was basically me holding him up, making a baby Preston a crazy face, and him just going like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> but anyway, um, so anyway, Carson, what do you currently have? Even though I think most of the people already know, based on your previous <laughs> stories about you know having to bring them. <laughs> yeah, I have. Okay, so I have a dog and a cat. Um, my dog I got when I was in high school. She was a Christmas surprise, Mm. Um, so that was a really fun Christmas morning. I I didn't ask for anything else that year for Christmas. Um, I took a huge gamble, and I was pretty sure that my mom would never in a million years get me a dog, Um, but she did. They got me a dog from the Humane Society, um, and she went to college with me and everything, and um, we've literally like never been apart for more than like a cup like a couple of weeks when I have to travel or something. Um, so she's my bestest bud, which is maybe um, you know depressing. But... <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> no. Um, we we could talk more about how people now interact with their pets because it's. It's been like a whole evolution. Oh, 100%. Like pets used to just be pets. Yeah. And, <laughs> and now people have stickers on their cars that's like, my dog is my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> I'm people. And it's only I been exemplified. On my car. <laughs> oh my God. Well, it's only been exemplified now that we've all been working from home too. So. <laughs> yes. Which has been great, but also like. My pets and I, like, we get in fights and we, like, sit in separate rooms. (laughs) (laughs) So cute. Um, And then I have my cat who I got from 
my boss, um, like, many years ago, um, she had kittens dropped off. She lives out in the country in the middle of nowhere, and she had kittens dropped off, like, at her door at her barn or something. Um, So my cat was born, like, outside, Mm. and she was really little, um, like, less than a pound when I got her. Um, Yeah. And so, but, like, that whole, like, born outside thing, she's kind of wild. (laughs) Um, But I absolutely adore her. Um, And she, I think, plots my death. (laughs) I love it. I love it so much. Um, Well, my cats, so I got my first cat um, when I was in grad school, and I knew I wanted a cat just, you know, as a coping mechanism for grad school and the craziness of it. Um, And so uh, about, yeah, four years ago, uh, four and a half years ago, actually, I got uh, Penny at a shelter. um, And she's the little gray tabby who uh, I I was looking at the picture of the day I brought her home uh, (laughs) uh, this past week. And it's her just looking like, is this the right decision for me? Is this... Is this really what I want to be doing? And I'm just like, oh, I love her so much. Um, but I, she, she is one of those um, cats that like, she uh, reminds me of Ovi a lot. Because every time I come home, she greets me at the door. Um, and I'm not sure if it's because she's greeting me at the door or she wants to come outside. Because every once in a while, she'll sneak outside. Um, and then I have to chase her down. But then the moment she gets more than, like, five feet away, she then runs back to the door. And I'm like, okay. Um, But, yeah, so that's Penny. And then uh, Pippin I got, um, which is a, he is a yellow, um, orange um, Norwegian forest cat, which is a long-haired cat. Uh, And I got him when he was just a little little fluff ball um, from (laughs) my sister-in-law, who works at an animal hospital. They, um, he was brought there and was a rescue for, for them from a, from an abusive home. And so he needed a home. And basically the story was, I was on my way to church choir and I got a picture of him from her saying he needs a home. And I was like, Oh my God, he's so cute. And I was like, can I come see him tonight? And I went and saw him that night and I was like, okay, I'll come see him. But he had like ear mites and, um, all these issues because he was abused. And so they, they got all those things taken care of, um, and then I, I went and picked him up, and um, the first, it took about a, uh, a, about a week to, like, five, five, five days to seven days before Penny was like, okay, he can stay here, <laughs> um, because, you know, when you introduce a new animal into your house, it ha- yeah. you have to do it a certain way, and so, like, Pippin lived in my bathroom for... Um, for basically five days and um but now penny and pippin are like i went (laughs) i wouldn't say best friends they're definitely like close roommates they groom each other and everything but uh close roommates (laughs) is that what you said yeah close roommates what and then you said they groom each other (laughs) how many of your roommates have you groomed i don't know (laughs) (laughs) um but it's it, she's basically you know his older sister, so she'll beat him around when she has to. Um, and even though he is now bigger than her, because I got him when he was a kitten, um, she still can beat him up because uh, he knows that she's in charge and she runs our house. And so those are my those are my two my two little kitten cats, Penny and Pippin, and I named them so Penny is named after Penny Pingleton. From the musical Hairspray. And (laughs) (laughs) Pippin is named after Pippin from the musical Pippin. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, So, yeah, I knew. Yeah. So those are my those are my two uh, animals. I love that. I love the name of the kind of cat Pippin is. A Norwegian Norwegian forest cat. Forest cat. So it's the it's the second. Um, largest uh, domestic cat other than a mancoon. Okay. That's what, and that's one reason he, he he's gotten so big. Like when I got him, he weighed less than a pound and was this little fluff mm-hmm. ball. But now he 
probably weighs at least he's massive 15 to 16 pounds like he's huge but he also is very strong like his paws are are big um but he's also a little cuddly furball who um just wants love and he 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 almost will never not be in the same room as me (laughs) (laughs) he follows me everywhere but i loved your little bit about um penny being at the door for you too Mm -hmm. Um, isn't that so sweet how animals do that? Like, the, just loving us unconditionally and what did we do to deserve <laughs> that? And I just, like, I don't even know. And I just, I want to be, like, an animal and love everyone unconditionally, but it's so hard it's and I don't know how they do it. So hard. And I, I, I don't. I don't understand it and I'm not, I, I don't profess to, to know their magic. But, yeah, it is uh, astounding how much... Um, how, how they are able to do that. I know. It's, ma- it's the best part of the day, though. Like, I can literally just, like, walk down and get my mail. Mm-hmm. And they'll still be at the door, like, we missed you! <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh-huh. So, um, okay, so do you think that... Do you consider Penny and Pippin to be, like, members of your family? Um, yes, they have their own... Um, Shit, uh, stockings. I couldn't remember the name. <laughs> it's like they have their own what? They have their own shit. No, they have their own. I couldn't remember that. I was gonna. I don't know what I was gonna call them. I was gonna call them like chimney hole. I don't know. Um, but, chimney hole. <laughs> I don't know. But oh my God. yeah, so they have their own. St- this is feral. <laughs> they have their own um, stockings for um, Christmas time. Um, so we all have, I have a, there, basically there's one with a big P and then there's two little P ones and they hang uh, by my fireplace. So that's like the qualification for being a family member is having a stocking? Correct. Okay. I'm going to buy a C stocking and give it to you. <laughs> and I'm going to be like, Carson is now family. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, hopefully I inherit some good money. Uh, Charlie sees something. I don't know what. Uh, but what about you? Do you consider yours family? Yeah, I even go so far as to like accidentally refer to them as human beings sometimes. Like I'll just and I'll talk to them like they understand what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, they're absolutely family members um and i also have like a bunch of ridiculous nicknames for them i don't know if you always call your pets by name or if you have nicknames for them but oh no i call them some of the most ridiculous things um and sometimes like just like beebs baby (laughs) (laughs) baby girl stuff like that and i'm just like uh i don't know like i should probably the line somewhere. <laughs> it's, it's such a, well, P- uh, Pippin is pip pop till the sun don't stop. No. <laughs> and then I got Penny Poon, the little loon. Um, what? What? <laughs> what? Oh my god. What? These are these are the names that like when I'm I'm waking up in the morning I'm like hey there pip pop and then I got Penny Poon. I don't see your point. I made li- they each have like their own little song that I that we go through. And that's their. Wait, lines. they have a whole like a whole song well, like, and dance I, and everything. I mean, I it's it's like their little theme song that you know I I do with them. Not like every day. But can you can you hear that right now? Yeah, I, I, I was like, background? what is that? It's fine. It's not an earthquake. It's my neighbors opening their garage. (laughs) I was a little worried for a second. Um, That's funny. Um, But yeah, so that, yeah, of course they're, um, of course they are. uh, So I feel like, I feel like you're missing, you're missing the boat here. Like instead of giving Penny the nickname that you gave her, it should be something like when you wake up in the morning, it should be like, Good morning, Penny. <laughs> and then for um, for Pippa, I'm <laughs> just like we've got magic to do just for you. <laughs> so they each from the musical that they're named after. <laughs> exactly. 
Exactly. Oh, uh, God. Um, you might as well play into it. I, I, I should. But no, I basically just, we have our own musical we're working on. <laughs> <laughs> My life is a musical. My life is a musical. But yeah, so, um, of course they're. I don't know what Charlie sees. I really don't like when it's super dark outside and like this house is basically all windows. And so like my biggest fear is that someone is watching me. Um, okay, so let's... Especially when Charlie's like growling. Charlie's, Char- so Charlie's growling right now. You can hear him a little bit in the background maybe. Um, but animals have these like intuitive innate instincts that I think you should very firmly like trust and believe. Sometimes they're kind of psycho and they're just like growling at like a leaf that's falling or a squirrel that's like going up a tree from 200 yards away that no one else can see. Um, but sometimes there's someone like lurking outside your house. That okay. They see. <laughs> <laughs> Let's... Or, or wait, let me continue on my theory. Or have you heard about animals being able to see like ghosts? Okay. You're not helping. <laughs> um, anyway. Just make sure you lock your door. I mean, all the doors are locked, but... That's the good thing about having a dog, is like, usually people... Didn't you see on the news the other day that there was a robber who broke into a house and the dog barked at him until he left? I was in, I think that was in Columbus. Did I have a fever dream? Did I make that up? Or I don't that... know, but can you stop talking about all these things while I'm in a, a house by, <laughs> by myself with a dog? Because you're not helping my anxiety right now. Uh, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, that, so when people are having panic attacks, the perfect thing to say is you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> Just completely invalidate all of their emotions. And tell them that they're fine and soothe them for them. Yeah, that's the best thing you could do. Um, let's we can let's talk about something else. Yeah, how about <laughs> I I don't know what else do you have to say about pets? Or are you good to go to walking and talking? <laughs> um, I would just say that to all of our listeners who we absolutely love and adore. I know some of you specifically have pets who are very, very cute. And some of you who I don't know maybe also have pets who are cute. So please feel free to tweet us at associates underscore pod and send us pics of your pets. We would love it. Perfect. Well, thank you, Carson. Um, And yes, we completely agree. Um, okay, so Carson, what are you watching, reading, listening to? Alrighty, so this week I watched the Central Park Five documentary on PBS. Um, and you can also see it on like Prime video, I think. But here is what you would love about this is that you can watch it on double speed. Ooh. Um yeah. So, with captions. I don't know if I would watch so, something on double speed. Yeah, but you can basically just listen to it because it's on PBS, so you can just stream it like on your computer. Okay. Do, you don't oh really God. have to see it. The fucking lights outside just came on. I don't think they're like motion the activated. <laughs> Actually, I was gonna say, are they motion? Um, maybe motion maybe they lights? turn on at like a certain time. No, like no, timers? no. Yeah, I think so. Um, but now I was wondering why I couldn't see out and it was because those lights weren't on, but now I can see anyway. Sorry. Um, well, cause here's my thing about watching things at double speed as opposed to listening to something at double speed, listening to, um, like people talk or like, I definitely don't ever listen to like songs double speed cause that would be weird. And the reason is, and maybe so, maybe a documentary watching it at double speed would be a little differently, but I think, like, the idea of watching, like... Yeah, because they're slow. Right. Or, well, well, no, what my, my main thing is, like, with, like, movies or anything, I would never, ever watch those at double speed because that's not, like, what it's intended to be seen as. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the artistic choice, like, there sometimes there has to be a pause or, like, a lull or... And you don't get that when... Um, okay, but I would I think you can argue the same thing for a book. Like, what do you think the point of periods and commas are? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. 
Um, uh, but but I I mean to each his own. Like if you don't if you don't like it, but for me I like anything that I can consume at a quicker speed. I prefer. Yeah. Like it doesn't. It really doesn't matter to me. And probably something that's different for me is that like with online university we have to um, inherently watch like videos of our professors. So we have to like see them, but also like listen to it. So I'm very used to that and I'll put it on like double speed or whatever. So I'm already pretty accustomed to that. So putting like a documentary on double speed wasn't that weird for me. Especially if I have a tendency to not like specifically like zone in on something and watch it. Yeah. I'm usually doing something else anyway, but Central Park five, it's about the five boys, uh, teenage boys who were wrongly accused and convicted of raping a woman in Central Park back in, um, what was it, like the 80s, it's early ni- late 80s, early 90s? I think, I think it was 80s. You're the one that w- listened to the documentary. <laughs> yeah, but like you miss, you, you miss things when you put it on the <laughs> Uh, anyway um it's a it's a good documentary and the netflix thing series on it when they see us was also good but this one has like actual footage from their actual interviews with the prosecutor and i think it just tells a more accurate storyline as as it would mm -hmm. since it's not like a docudrama it's a it's a documentary um and then I, that's pretty much it as far as, like, consumption for, like, media. But I did do, I've started, I started um, a writing workshop. And I don't know 100% how to pronounce her name, but I think it's Rupi Kaur. Um, and she has, she's an author of a couple of poetry books. And um, she's, she's really cool. And she just puts out, like, a lot of good content. And I like her poetry. Huh. Um and then I also started doing bar workouts. I don't know if you've ever done those before. Mm-mm. I really liked it. Um, I do it through bar alley, A-L-L-E-Y dot com. They have a free, They you can try it for free. It's called Approach the Bar. They have a program for 30 days. Um, nice. And it's like, you just like learn what bar workouts, you learn like the terms and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not just like, you sitting there learning vocab like they they're teaching it to you but like at a s- kind of slower pace yeah um, and so and it's like a really holistic approach so on top of like the workout then they want you to like make sure that you um say like morning gratitude and do like drink plenty of water and work on breath work and things like that so i really really like the program so far hmm. um and it's just kind of evolved into this whole new morning routine where I like wake up and do like a full body scan and do gratitude and ask what miracles I'm going to witness today and um, do my I am statements for the morning and drink water and reflect and meditate and yeah nice Um, so that's what I have going on what about you well when real quick when you say bar workouts do you mean like a ballet bar um, when I was doing it, she at some point said first position, so that felt like reminiscent of ballet, but it felt like, um, like fast paced yoga, like some of the stuff that we were doing, I was like, okay. oh, this is like tree or, oh, this is like when we breathe in and breathe out, but faster and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think so. I... <laughs> Sorry. I realized my question made it sound like I, I was asking if it was like, I just meant like bar not like not like bar like drinking bar no no yeah no you meant like ballet like the bar right? yeah 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 okay i i think it i think it's i think it is related to it in some way because she's talking about first position nice. um i'm not sure if it's like a hybrid between that's i guess that's what i was trying to say i'm not sure if it's a hybrid of like ballet and yoga or pilates or something i i, I, I just know. have never heard of the that um like that kind of a workout like um when i was in college and stuff like i took ballet uh and i didn't know that well yeah i had to for my musical theater um 
And so, like, I learned basic bar positions and stuff. Uh, And I really enjoyed ballet more than tap. My my toes never wanted to tap, but, like, in terms of movement for ballet, like, I could at least do some of that stuff. Um, But anyway, yeah, no, that's really cool. I I like that a lot. So do you have a bar? Did you get one? Mm Mm-mm. All, all I've done so far, and all she does, I think you need, like, a yoga... You don't even need it, but, like, a yoga mat. Oh. Um, well, we've done... She did one thing where you're supposed to be, like, up against a wall, but, like, you have walls in your house. Yeah. <laughs> a friend of mine um, who's a dancer, she actually got, like... Basically, it's, like, a... I don't know. A nine-by-nine nine floor, which is a dance floor that she puts, like, on her... Well, when she, like, lived in an apartment, she now lives in a house. But, like, when she lived in an apartment, it was, like, a dance floor. And then she also had, like, basically a mini bar um, that she could... It wasn't a mini bar. Like, it was... (laughs) Every time I say bar, it makes me think of, like, bar, like, drinking bar. But, like, it was just, like, a shortened bar, like, a single bar for one person, uh, dancer, to go, like, through the routine. So I thought maybe that's what you had gone. That sounds fun. Yeah. Um, anyway, sorry, <laughs> this is me going, I'm, I'm really intrigued by this though. Cause, um, I really like, I, re- I like, I mean, I like the workout aspect of it that you were talking about, but also the, the other aspect of, um, mm-hmm. the talking through and the, the, the positive affirmations and stuff. I'll send you a, I'll send you a link and a screenshot of, um, like what you're supposed to check off on a daily and, and where you can sign up and stuff. Perfect. Um, okay. Oh, in terms of what I've been... So when I stay at this house, I have Netflix because uh, (laughs) basically whenever I stay at anyone else's house, I just use their Netflix. Um, Sorry, Netflix, but (laughs) you're fine. Um, But so I watch a bunch of things, but um, the things I'm going to talk about are I watched the documentary American Crime Story. I think it's what it's called. Um murder of a neighbor or neighborhood murder or something. I don't know. It's the Shanann Watts story, which is just about a, a, a family annihilator, a, a man who murdered his, Oh, well, I guess I should have said spoiler alert, but um, it happened in 2018. So, um, but the man murdered his wife and two daughters and his wife was pregnant. Classic. Yeah. Awful story. And as I was watching, I was just like, what the literal fuck? Um, but okay, so I don't think you can 100% blame me <laughs> for thinking that there's someone lurking outside because you're the one that was watching. Oh, that. no, well, I didn't watch it at night, I watched it in the morning. Um, and it gets so dark now early that I'm just like, Jesus, I cannot watch houses like in winter time because it gets so dark so early, and I'm a child. Um, anyway. I also watched Project Power, which is a movie with Jamie Foxx, and I'm not sure it was good. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is also in it. Um, and then I started to rewatch Shit's Creek. I watched the whole first season, and I was like, God, this show is so good. Um, and then I just started rewatching um, Designated Survivor, and uh, I forgot how good that show was. So I think I'm going to watch that a little more tonight. Um, and see how far I get with that. But yeah, that's where I've been at. Oh, I completely forgot to mention that I've been watching the French Open, which has been on, which the French Open typically happens like three months ago. And so it's happening right now in France and it's so rainy and dreary and cold in France that like some of the players are coming out and playing in basically like tracksuits because it's so cold (laughs) and I feel so bad for them because playing tennis in the cold, like you would think, oh, your body just warms up when you move. Yeah. When it's like at least somewhat warm, but it's like, I don't know. They keep saying the degrees, but it's over there. So it's not in, you know, American degrees. It's in Celsius. (laughs) (laughs) And it just sounds very cold when they say it. Because they're like, it's 10 degrees. And I'm like, oh my God. Which I realize isn't like 10 degrees. But it's like, I don't know. Here, let's ask Siri. Siri, what is 10 degrees Celsius in Fahrenheit? (laughs) It's 50 degrees. Like, that's cold. Um, even, anyway, but that's like, once it gets warm there, anyway, I don't know, but, uh, so I've been watching that and that's been fun to watch. Anyway, 
Other than that, Carson, yes, bitches? Yes! Hit me. All right. This week, I unclogged my shower drain all by myself. Crushed it and gross. How much hair did you pull out? Ew, I'm not telling you that. That's what clogs it up, though. <laughs> that and dead skin. I know, yeah. <laughs> It was so disgusting, but I'm so proud of myself because I didn't think that it worked. And so I was like really frustrated. And I, I was like, because we have a maintenance man, Kenny. Shout out to Kenny. Um, but <laughs> Shout out, Kenny. <laughs> I just, like, Kenny just doesn't always wear a mask and stuff like that. And so I was like, I'm going to see if I can just fix this myself. And so I like Googled things and went to work on it and I unclogged it. So on top of my vacuum fixing business, I now have a shower unclogging <laughs> business. Nice. <laughs> so, so hit me up. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Um, my uh, shower was clogged at the beginning of quarantine and it got to the point where like I tried to fix it and I couldn't. And so I had to put in a maintenance request. So I wish you had figured this out uh, a couple of, <laughs> a couple of months ago. <laughs> oh, I just don't know. Like I was pretty disgusted by like my own. I don't know <laughs> if I could do someone, someone else's. <laughs> yeah. Um, my nonprofit highlight this week, they're a nonprofit according to their Facebook page. So <laughs> I'm assuming they're a nonprofit. Um, but it's Columbus Humane and they do like adoption and I think they have some sort of animal hospital as well. Um, and they also do like if if you need to report some sort of animal cruelty kind of thing, I think you can report it to them as well and they'll investigate it. Um, but they have like volunteer options there and seem like a good organization. Although admittedly I've never been there, but I thought we had to do an animal one since it's a pets episode. That makes sense. Um, well, thank you, Carson. Um, my yes bitch is while staying at this house, um, a couple of hours ago, Someone came to the door and I was like, who is coming to people's doors at this time? <laughs> and it was a candidate for political office. And um, Joe Biden. Yeah, Joe Biden showed up at this door. Anyway, <laughs> it was not. It was, it was a very nice lady who um, started to give her speech and I was making a face and she was like, do you not live? And I was like, yeah, I don't live here. <laughs> and she was like, oh. Well, can you give this? To, and I was like, sure. And then she just continued to talk. And we just, we talked for probably, I mean, a good five minutes um, and had a nice civil discussion and talked about local politics and um, how even though she's, she admittedly was a Republican, she was an immigrant or was, is an immigrant who came here when she was five. And um, she does not agree with the things that are happening nationally and, blah 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 all these different things and we just we we, we had a, a nice civil conversation and it reminded me that um everything you see on twitter everything you see on the news everything you see um on social media is not always how politics happens and is and it was just a, a friendly reminder that um not all um people from the other side uh of your political spectrum or from another group um, are um, awful people and can have civil conversations. And also, um, not everyone on your side, quote unquote, or in your own political um, uh, uh, ideology or whatever, is um, always <laughs> the uh, best person to be associate associating with yourself with. Um, but anyway... <laughs> So, so what's her name? Did you say her name? Um, no, I didn't. Um, because the flyer is her, like that. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> her last name is Cook, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, so that's nice. I like, I like that you said that and shared that. That's a really, um, heartwarming story. 
when it, it's like a little little hallmark movie for your Sunday night. Yeah, it was a nice way to end 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 the weekend with a little bit of a the American dream and just the American, you know, the American experience to hopefully give myself hope in politics after watching the shit show that was the debate last Tuesday. <laughs> but let us not end on that note, Carson. Let us end on this canvasser who is canvassing for political office and trying to um, make things better at a, at a local level, which we should all aspire to do. Um, to Who run the world, girls? <laughs> who run the world, girls? <laughs> Thank you, guys. That was, that was beautiful. With that, do you have anything else for the people? No, sir. Uh, well, perfect. And I hate that you just called me Sarah. Um, <laughs> but I will say thank you and have a great uh, rest of the week, everybody. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>